Side Hustle Show 210, Steal This Process, a step-by-step system for consistent 10K months. If you want to start an online business, you're going to need a website. Visit SideHustleWebsite.com for my free step-by-step video course on how to get up and running quickly and for less than you might think. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now your host, Nick Loper. What's up, what's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show and happy new year to you. Looking forward to an awesome year. And that starts today with a topic that's probably on everybody's mind right now, at least it is on mine, and that's weight loss. Now, this show isn't about your exercise routine or how to stick to your diet, but it is about one particular side hustler who built a business around weight loss and who I believe has built a repeatable system, a process for turning strangers into high-value customers. It's one that I think can work in coaching, in consulting, in freelancing, in online courses, and probably in a whole host of other industries I'm not even thinking about. So stick around to hear how Nagina Abdullah from MasalaBody.com turned her own weight loss success story into consistent $10,000 months, all on the side from her day job. We talk about how she builds awareness for her business, the products and services she offers, and how she settled on some pretty premium pricing right out of the gate. Notes, links, and a free PDF highlight reel from this one are at SideHustleNation.com slash Nagina. That's N-A-G-I-N-A. Before we dive in, let me take a moment to thank today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. Try to turn your side hustle into a full-time gig. FreshBooks wants to save you time dealing with your paperwork, the accounting stuff, the invoicing, the expense tracking, so you can spend more time making your hustle happen. For your free 30-day trial, go to FreshBooks.com slash SideHustle and enter the Side Hustle Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section. I'll be back to tell you a little bit more about FreshBooks, plus my top takeaways from this chat with Nagina after the interview. Ready? Let's do it. I had struggled with my weight for my entire life. And then I started working at a large consulting firm where we had really demanding hours. I was traveling all over the place. I was very, very hectic. We were basically having team dinners and eating all the time. So it was like gluttony and working and just like opposite of healthy lifestyle. And then what happened is that I had my first child. And so after having struggled with my weight my entire life, working in a demanding job, then I had my first child. So with that comes extra weight. And then I had my second child shortly after that. And so I was at a point where I was 20 pounds more than where I was even before I had kids. And I just, I didn't feel like myself. I felt really lethargic. I couldn't fit into my work clothes to go back to work. And I realized I needed to do something about it. And so what I did is I had a personal transformation. I started following Tim Ferriss's four-hour body, and I started adding flavors and spices to what he was suggesting. And within one month, I actually lost 10 pounds. And then within nine months, I lost 40 pounds and got to the lowest weight ever of my life. Wow. And it was a pretty amazing time. And around me, everybody started asking questions like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And that's what really birthed my current business, which started as a blog. And the plan was to share the recipes that I had because everybody kept asking me, what are the recipes that helped you lose this weight? So I decided, let me start blogging about the recipes. And it's evolved into a high-end premium weight loss coaching site for other busy women just like me. And this is at masalabody.com. That was the original blog site. Yep. It's still masalabody.com. Yep. Okay. And it was following the four-hour bodies, like the slow-carb diet recipes with your own twist on them? Exactly. Like that's how I started because the foods that he was suggesting were foods that I had actually grown up with as I grew up in a traditional Indian household where we ate curries and lentils and beans. And he suggests like a high protein, slow carb diet. And so I liked the food he was suggesting. It was something different than I'd ever tried before, but I knew I couldn't eat it bland and boring kind of the way that was, well, there was nothing, nothing, there was no kind of direction given about flavoring the food. So I knew really well how to flavor food. So I started adding spices and I found out over time that the spices I was using actually helped increase weight loss even faster. And that kind of helped me evolve into my, my, some of my current products that I have. Okay. Interesting. So 
was the blog making money at all? Or like, tell me about the early days of the blog and like how you're attracting readership over there. So when I started, what I did is I wanted to build my audience first. And so I started blogging. I did not have a product when I first started. I just was sharing my expertise and I was really writing so that I could understand my audience, that I could hear what they were responsive to, and that I could get replies and interact with my audience, both email and also even just personal people around me that were in my target audience so that I could really understand the language that they were using and I could really understand their struggles. So I really needed to do this in-depth research before I created a product. And that's what the first six months of my blog were, is that I just started writing articles. I started seeing what people were responding to and I really started collecting subscribers. And what's really interesting is like I was saying in my introduction, when I first started my blog, I started thinking it was going to be about sharing the food that I had used. But then as I started studying how to influence change and how to get people to really read my blog, I realized like food is nice, but what people want food for is to lose weight. And so I started focusing on, I actually started my blog with a picture of these like curried garbanzo beans on my site. And then I got feedback. I understood what I needed to do. And I changed it to having a picture of myself wearing a sports bra and like basically showing the transformation that I had gone through like physically. And the way that I got my first hundred subscribers was I actually posted on Facebook and I just wrote, I started a blog about how I lost 40 pounds and I'm going to tell you the exact recipes that I used to do that. The first week I got 101 subscribers and it was because I had really changed the focus of my blog to be about the burning pains that people really want to hear about, which for me was the food was nice. It was interesting, but that wasn't the burning pain. The burning pain was losing weight, losing 10 pounds, losing 15 pounds, getting a skinnier waist, like that was really the pain point. So when people saw that I was talking about that, and I was talking about that along with my personal story, people were very interested in that and people signed up right away. So I got my first 100 subscribers, 101 subscribers in a week. And then I went on to get my first 500 subscribers in about three months or so. And it was from writing articles and guest posting. But it was also because I had done research where I was really writing about the specific burning pains that people were having. So they were clicking and reading on my content. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an important distinction to make. It's like the food, the recipes are like the what, but not really the why. I need to eat. Everyone needs to eat. It's like, why am I doing this? Yes. Focusing on the benefit, right? It's features and benefits. And, you know, the food is probably the feature and, the, you know, the weight loss is maybe not even the benefit. Maybe the, the true benefit is feeling more comfortable, more confident and all sorts of other things that come along with that weight loss. But that was an interesting transformation there. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Was it just from like a personal Facebook post that you found 100 people to subscribe to this thing? Yeah, I did find my first 100 subscribers, 100 plus subscribers just from that personal Facebook, like on my own personal Facebook. And I know that if I had posted, like if I hadn't gotten my angle right, I would not have gotten that many people. So it was really about that research. And so, yeah, it was pretty surprising. I was so happy, but I realized at that moment that I had done the research. And the thing is, once you do the research, things become easy after that. When you have not done the research or when you, when you're testing things out, if you're not getting responses, then it's a good learning because you're realizing, okay, maybe this isn't really the right way to describe my solution or my business idea. Maybe I need to just describe it differently. It might, it might be the same thing, but you just might have to describe it a little differently. Once you get it, people come to you. Yeah. Joshua Lysak on the, on the show recently kind of said a similar thing. He's like, I was describing myself as a freelance copywriter for business and no business was out there looking like, Hey, we need a freelance copywriter. They're saying we need more sales or we need to figure out why our marketing campaign isn't converting or whatever. And it was that mindset shift from having it be about me to being about them that really started to take things off. Yes, absolutely. Tell me about the guest posting thing. I'm very time consuming to write killer posts for you know different publications. How are you balancing that? And how are you pitching those different target sites for that. Yes. I mean, it's absolutely very challenging. It does not happen fast. It takes a long time. I've gone through multiple different kind of phases of my guest posting. So last year, I realized that it was so important for me to guest post. So I actually was at the place where I was able to hire somebody part-time just 
three to five hours a week to help me create my pitches because my pitches were so important. Like it took so long that I really needed to systemize the guest posting. And I realized when I kept doing it by myself, I just wasn't pitching and I wasn't getting them out there. So I just needed a system. And the best way was for me to pay somebody to do them every week for me. And then we would talk about it. I would give ideas about my story ideas, but then When you're pitching to guest posts, kind of the recommended way and the way that's really worked for me is to research the site that you're guest posting to, see how they write, grab a couple articles, and then when you're pitching, actually talk about those articles that you saw, let them know that you are familiar with their site, and then pitch ideas that are aligned with their site. So it is an in-depth process. And I mean, once you start doing a couple of them, you have a template, so it's not impossible or it's not, you know, even that hard, but it does take time. So we came up with a huge list, you know, part of it was researching where to pitch to, then coming up with the pitches. And really out of a hundred pitches, I can tell you, I probably got about five of those actually published. And of those five, one of them was a huge post that went viral on Mind Body Green and got shared 12,000 times. A couple others are still being shared, like people still keep posting them over and over. And then a couple, they basically got me nothing. Okay. So it's looking at this in kind of like a long term view of knowing and understanding that not every pitch is going to get accepted and most are not going to even get a response, but there is going to be those one or two that get big. And what happens is like when you get published on a place like mind body green, which is really good for traffic for health professionals, it keeps getting reposted over and over and over. So I did this post two years ago and all of a sudden one day I'll wake up and I'll just have like a hundred new subscribers or more because they republished my post. And that's happened on a couple different sites that I've posted on. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes. T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. Okay, tell me about that Mind Body Green pitch. What was that pitch like? So I I mean, the first thing is I pitched to Mind Body Green five times without hearing anything back. Like okay. I just got their automated email that said, we have received your response. And then I got nothing. So, but I just kept doing it because I knew that they were a big site and they were one of the ones I knew. So what I ended up pitching that got accepted and went viral, it was called These Five Spices Help Me Lose 40 Pounds. Okay. And that I was trying a new thing about weight loss. So what happened is because it went so viral, I actually did a couple other posts and I had, I got some media as well where I was filmed for Fox news about spices helping me lose weight. Wow! And so I started to realize and pick up on this popularity of spices and just how interesting it was to people. To me, it was something I'd grown up with. It was really no big deal to use spices in my food, but I really saw there was such an interest and almost a mystery in using spices. So I started exploring that, writing about that more. And over time, I've actually used those guest posts as the basis for me creating my current group program, which is called Spice Yourself Skinny. And it's about using spices and exact like step-by-step methods on how to use spices in the recipes during the week to lose weight. And people love the program. It works really well. But the idea came as a result of the popularity of guest posts. That, and that's how it started. Okay. A couple of important things. Look, I got not rejected, but just like ignored five times in a row. Probably 19 out of 20 of these pitches never drive any results. So definitely a numbers game on this thing. And tell me about the freelancer you hired to help 
kind of systemize this process. Was the blog making money on ads at this point? Or did you have a coaching program at this point? Or was this kind of like, I need to build up the audience before I can start monetizing? Oh, definitely. Okay. So I actually hired her after I started making money. So I never did any ads. The way that I built my revenue was that I offered a high-end premium coaching program for busy, ambitious women. And what I did is I had a, it started off as a six month program. So it's a six month program where I coached women to lose weight. And the way that I did that is I gave them, I created weekly menu plans and recipes. And then I coached them every other week. I talked on the phone with them for 45 minutes and I gave them the emotional support and the accountability. And the six month program, it cost $5,000. So the first year I was able to get about four or five clients and one or two of them renewed with me. So I made over 30, like I made $31,000 in my first year from my premium coaching program. Wow. And the thing is that the way that I created my program was based on a lot of the research I had done as I was creating my blog. So what I learned was that originally I was planning to just like sell an ebook with recipes. That's what I was going to do. Like I actually built an entire ebook. It took me almost a year to build this ebook. And then I realized that people don't really get results from an ebook. And I'm going to probably charge like $9.99 or $19.99. That's all that people will pay for an ebook. So for me to make serious revenue, it's not going to work. Second of all, it's not going to really work to help people actually change their lives and lose weight. So I did a bunch of research. And one of the best things that I did was using Amazon reviews. And so like I went and researched all of these weight loss books, recipe books. And I even researched things like Spanx because it was like related products to people that wanted to lose weight or wanted to look different. And what I found from that research was that people didn't want recipes. They actually wanted a structured plan and they wanted grocery lists and menus. They wanted someone to tell them exactly what to do. And that's the way that they could actually follow a plan. So when I created my program, that's what I did. Like I told people, look, I have all, you don't even have to think I've done everything. I've actually lost weight using this exact program. I'm going to coach you through it, give you all these tools. And that was my price. And the reason that I charged that price was because when people pay enough, when it hurts a little bit to pay, they actually follow what you're saying. If I had charged a low price, like if I had charged like $150 or whatever amount of money, or I had charged hourly even, it's a whole different way of thinking. Because if it's an hourly thing, you're not looking at it as a long-term commitment. And you're also, maybe you could just like drop out at any moment. Well, I'm asking you for a commitment. And since you paid all this money, you don't want to mess up, you know, like you definitely want to stay. And what happened is that I had multiple clients in my first year that lost 20 pounds in the six months, 25 pounds. I had one client, my first client who went on to lose 40 pounds and she started with me with all the mindsets and all the foods and everything that I taught her. And she went on to lose that much weight. And so I learned a lot as well doing one-on-one -on -one coaching because I learned what worked for people, what they liked, what wasn't working. Those are things that I apply in my business today. Things that I learned like from the very beginning doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. Had you ever coached anybody before putting that $5,000 price tag on it? No, I had not. I had not coached anyone, but I had, I had not coached anyone formally, but a lot, a lot of people had asked me for advice. And, you know, what's funny is that I used to give people free advice all the time because I wanted to help people. I especially wanted to help people that I knew that were around me asking for advice. And what happened is that not one person would listen to my advice. They would come and beg me for my recipes. They would ask me, please give me your recipes. I would give it to them and they would never make it. And so what I found out is that when people pay for services, they actually follow what you're saying. When they don't, when it comes for free, they treat it like it's free. They don't respect it. And so I knew that if I actually wanted to get people change, if I wanted to change them, if I wanted to build a business, if I wanted to get testimonials from people, I had to charge people. And so the way that I actually got enough guts to do that is that I talked to other successful coaches and this was kind of the model that was the starting model. And so to me, it wasn't even like a choice. It, was, it wasn't emotional to me. I didn't say, oh, should I charge this? Do I have enough guts to charge it? It was more of like a fact that this is just what you charge when you're doing coaching and this is how to get people results. And so I had no problem with offering that immediately. Okay. I mean, I love the confidence to be able to stick a 
a four-figure price tag and say, I'm kind of decoupling it from the hourly input, right? It's like, hey, this is a six-month program. This is the result you're going to see. You know, you're going to lose 10 to 20 pounds and I'm going to be there every step of the way. It's not like you get one hour every every week. Like it, was just, it didn't seem like it was not directly tied to your time, which I thought was cool. I want to walk through... Before somebody's going to sign the, a five thousand dollar check, they've got to walk that funnel of no like and trust, or walk up that pyramid of no like and trust you. So I'm on the Mind Body Green post. These five spices help me lose forty pounds. And down at the bottom of this post, it says you can get a free copy of my weight loss recipe book with seven recipes using these spices here, and that links to masalabody.com. And so they they allowed you to have this kind of call to action at the end of your post. I imagine that drove and continues to drive. It sounds like a ton of traffic. And so somebody now, they, they come over here, they're already primed. They're not just, here's a link to my website. It's like, hey, download my recipe book. Like, so they're already primed to like sign up for your opt-in offer there. What happens after that? So they get the recipe book in exchange for their email. And is there like an automated follow-up sequence or how are you communicating with, with folks after they join your newsletter? Yeah, so definitely. So, you know, one quick thing about that recipe book, the thing that, and that is the reason that it drove traffic. So, first of all, like Mind Body Green never told me if it was okay or not for me to put my link, but I did, and they could have always told me to take it out. So, the thing is, because I wrote the article about the five spices, and then my opt in or my, you know, my gift was a natural extension of what I was talking about. So, it was a recipe book that puts all the five spices together. And Another thing that I had realized is that people like the spices, but they don't know how to use the spices. So in the actual guest post itself, I actually told people how to use the spices. Like I gave them as much information as I could. I really wanted to help them in the post. And then afterwards, I told them they could get everything along with more recipes all in one. And so that's what really drove a lot of traffic is that the the topic was engaging. And then there was something that was related to that, that they actually wanted to find out more. So it was natural for them to keep wanting to find out more. And so after they come to my site, yes, I do have a funnel. It's You could call it a nurture sequence or an automated funnel, whatever it may be. It's like right when people come to my site, they'll get the free recipe book right away. And then I do have a funnel which starts introducing people to who I am. And the whole goal of my funnel is to create a relationship because I currently don't sell anything in my funnel. I actually, my only goal is to create a relationship and to show you that I'm an expert in this area of weight loss. The first email is talking about my weight loss story and talking about how I lost 40 pounds. And basically the the headline is I was overweight and it shows my before pictures. It shows my after pictures because People that come to my site are looking for a transformation. And if they see somebody that has already gone through one and I'm talking about it, then they can relate to me and I can relate to them. I want anyone that comes to my site to understand that I understand your place where you're at because I've been there. And that's really what I want to, what I want to do with that email. And then as the, as a funnel progresses, as you get further, you get about five emails from me. Then I start to show some of the myths that we hear about weight loss. Like I kind of debunk some things that are not true. Like I talk a lot about how people think exercise helps you lose weight, but it doesn't, not anywhere near as much as food does. And then I talk about, I show my expertise through a PDF that I send about some very specific things about how to start decreasing your sugar cravings and how to get that out of your diet. I have a couple of videos in there that I put in over time, but that didn't start with that. Okay. And then, you know, I basically end with right now I have my spice yourself skinny. So I, I end with saying, if you're interested in my upcoming program, you can go ahead and get on the wait list here. So that's what I do there. I've tested out lots of different things and I didn't start with this five email funnel. I basically started with one email that talked about me and talked about my transformation. And then over time through different launches that I did, I kind of chose the best emails and I included it in this funnel. So I built it over time. Okay. I got you. And what email service provider are you using to send those? I use MailChimp still, which is something that was recommended to me to use in the beginning. At this point, I know a lot of people, like as they've grown their business, they change. But right now, I'm, I don't want to go through like a major technology change at this point. So I'm like very much okay with this. Okay. With MailChimp. It's a great service to start with. It's simple. It's easy and it really works. No, that's great. Every time I ask it, somebody's like, well, I'm on, you know, Infusionsoft and it was like a $2,000 setup fee. And now it's like, you know, hey, if MailChimp is getting it done, it sounds like it is. That's awesome. Yep, exactly. It does. 
okay, so to convert people from email, they've opted in for the recipes, they're getting to know you through this sequence. And then is there now the call to action is kind of like, hey, you could join the waitlist for Spice Yourself Skinny. Are you doing any one-on-one stuff anymore? So I actually closed down my one-on-one coaching now. I, I have a couple clients that I'm still, we're still working together, but I have not taken on any new clients because I'm purely focused on my group program. But I mean, I'm, I can tell you kind of, I mean, I built my business with one-on-one coaching and I did it for the first full two years. And it basically, you know, earned me over six figures and it gave me so much that I've learned that I'm learning or that I learned to apply to my group program. So for me, starting with one-on-one coaching was the the best way to start. And it allowed me to get a higher revenue with a smaller list as I was growing my list. Yeah, that makes sense. So let maybe talk through those first clients, those first $5,000, six-month coaching clients. Whoa was their relationship like with you? Like, how did they ultimately come to have the confidence in you to, to say yes and, and sign up? Well, so my process for getting those clients was I was always focused on building my list. And I'm still focused on building my list, like my number one priority. And so as I was building my list, I would be guest posting, I'd be writing articles wherever I could, definitely knowing that it wasn't a fast process. But then I was also making sure to engage my own list by writing at least one email a week. Sometimes it would be every other week. But every email I wrote, it was packed with information that was based on the research I'd been doing like through internet research, through conversations. And then I started offering a breakthrough call, what I called a breakthrough call. And so this was how what started my coaching program is that I would write, you know, an engaged post that would really talk about like their problems. For example, I would talk about when you come home, you just want to treat yourself because that's kind of a common thing that I knew a lot of my audience who are really professional, busy women would say is they'd come home and they'd say, oh my God, I've been working all day. I'm so hard. I just want to treat myself. Like I just want a grilled cheese sandwich or I just want pizza or I just want dessert or I just want wine. And so like one of my posts was when I come home, I just want to treat myself. And so that's one example. And then as I talked about those feelings, and then I also gave like really actionable tips about what to do. And then at the end, I said, if you are looking to explore how to transform your body or there, I would use what a different language, but I basically I would offer a breakthrough session. And so people would sign up to talk with me and it was a 45 minute call with me. And so people would sign up and this is the process that I started in getting my clients is that they would sign up for a breakthrough session with me me. We would get on the phone. They would schedule a time with me. We would get on the phone and then I would talk to them about their goals in terms of weight loss, what was holding them back and what they needed to help them lose weight. And a lot of times when they described what they needed, it was actually exactly what I had in my coaching program because I had already researched what women that are really busy need. So it was things like a structure, support, someone to just lay it all out there for me, a proven process. And so then I would tell them, well, I actually have this program and this is what it is. And I would see if they're interested and then I would tell them the price. You know, were you charging for those 45 minute calls? No, those are free calls. Those were free calls. So those are kind of like marketing calls. Yeah, they're marketing calls. It was also a way for me to do like immersion research also. I was still gaining things, but yeah, it was free calls. And then because I had to have a free call for someone to sign up, you know, I don't want to stop them at the front door. I wanted people to come into the front door, get to know me, talk to me. And then I offered them that program. Now, was this open to like everyone on your list? I imagine you could be spending months and months taking these free calls. It was open, but it's surprising that not that many people, I mean, only some people sign up for the calls. I mean, not everyone themselves wants to spend 45 minutes. And so I switched some things around in the beginning. I used to have an application process first. So I would say, if you're interested, fill out this application. And I would ask a few questions on the application. And based on their answers, I would let them know if I thought they would be a good fit. And if I thought the call would be a good idea. Okay. So I did get a lot of interest for it. And so that's why I had the application. But over time, as I started getting really serious about how many clients I wanted to have every month, I actually did away with the application. And because for someone to sign up for a call and to actually have the call, there's a lot of things that that happen that 
make that break, make that chain break. So the actual amount of people that sign up for a call that actually talk to you is not, it's not a hundred percent. And so I just wanted to get as many people on the phone as I could, because I knew that there's only a certain percentage of people that I talk to that are going to sign up with me. So I needed to have a certain number of calls to get the number of clients to sign up with me. It was a number. It's like a numbers game. You sound like you know your numbers. So I'm curious, like how many people have to download your recipe book to set up how many calls to set up to become how many clients? Like what does that play out like? Yeah. Well, okay. So the way that I did it was I knew that about 25% of my calls converted. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to have five clients a month. And at this point, I was no longer offering my six-month program. I had changed it to a 10-week program because I found that having someone sign up for a $5,000 program, it does for weight loss specifically, it is a lot harder for people to to make that commitment for six months. So I changed it to a 10-week program. And a 10-week program was $1,997, $1,997. So I wanted to make $10,000 months. So what I did is that I knew that I needed to have five clients a month sign up with me. Okay. So because I had a 25% conversion rate, and I only know that because I started just counting the number of calls I had, and then I counted the number of people that signed up with me. Okay. So then over time, I found out for about every 20 to 22 people, I get five clients. So I need to have 20 to 25 calls a month. And if I don't, I'm not going to reach my goal. And if I do, I should be able to reach my goal. And I was right. I did. I was able to meet my goal and actually surpass it to get to $15,000 months for many months because my current clients, a lot of times they would just extend with me as well. So I would bring on five new clients and I would extend like maybe one or two clients a month. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Now, were you just doing these calls in the evening? So I'm taking like 20 calls a month every working day in the evening almost as I'm on the phone. I mean, the thing that's awesome is that I don't have to do this during working hours. I can do it anytime. And also because my clients or my target audience are also busy, ambitious women, they didn't really have time during the day to have these calls with me. Their optimal time was like 9 p.m. at night, 8 p.m. at night. And so I was okay. That was like the perfect time for me. Plus, by the way, I have two kids. And so I had to like make sure my kids were in bed, or at least I had to make sure my husband was watching the kids. But for me, the ideal time to have a business, to have my like to have a full-time job, have kids, but also build my own business was at nighttime at that point. Yeah, to say I mean the dedication, the the hustle behind it, I I like it. <laughs> Thanks. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you, whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. 
So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Do you see this being a full-time thing or do you want to you keep doing the consulting work? No, I absolutely see it being a full-time thing and that's what I'm working towards. That's part of the reason. So for example, this year I made over six figures in my business alone and that's on the side of my regular job. But in order for it to be my full-time thing, it has to be significant. Like it has to be more than that because when you're having your own business, there are expenses. Like I want to be able to be free with growing my business. And that's part of the reason I've kept my other job because right now I'm never offering any services out of desperation or just out of a quick buck. I'm always doing it thinking of the long term because I already have something that's taking care of my financial needs. Like I have a way to pay my all my daily needs and that's my full-time job. So I definitely see it being in my full-time thing, hopefully in the next year would be awesome. But it does take time. Like it takes time. So right now I'm in a place where I could keep doing one-on-one coaching, but there's only, you reach a cap of how much money you can make because there's only so many clients you can take on because you're basically trading time for dollars. And it's worth it in the beginning because you, you know, as you're growing your list, as your people are getting to know about you, it really is one of the best ways to make a lot of revenue in a short amount of time while you're learning about your audience. So, but over time, it's not something that's scalable. Like there's a limit to it. So I recently shifted my business model and now I'm doing only group program because that's infinitely scalable. Like I could have a program and I could teach 50 people or a hundred people or 300 people at one time. And so like, for example, now I have my Spice Yourself Skinny program that's going on right now. I have 114 people that signed up. So in eight weeks, I'm it's an eight week program. So I'm coaching 114 people at one time and making more than I was making doing one-on-one coaching. Okay. Tell me about the transition. So how are you coaching all these people at one time? They, I imagine, are not getting one-on-one phone conversations with you. So like, how do you, how do you have that set up? Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, there's no one-on-one with me. I have an eight-week program where I have not the same recipes, but the same idea of the of menu plans, recipes, and a structure so that that's what I provide to all of the women in Spice Yourself Skinny. They get a weekly menu plan with everything laid out, like really tasty, delicious recipes that have spices that help you really spice off your weight. And it seems effortless. So they get a weekly structure. And then we also have a Facebook group, which I am always in. I'm always very active, giving advice in there all the time. And so they have that accountability of the group as well. So basically they get like this product, which is all of my recipes put into a plan. And then they also have that accountability. And we also have a sisterhood in the group. So it's like you have other women, other people that are going through it at the same time as you are. So you really do stay accountable. So though I'm not talking to them one-on-one, I'm in the Facebook group, but I'm able to like, if I answer one person's question, everyone can see that answer as well. And it's so surprising, but people are, are losing the same amount of weight. Like I helped people, you know, in 10 weeks when I coached them in my 10 week program, they would lose about 12 to 15 pounds. And in my eight week program, they're also losing 12 to 15 pounds in that eight weeks. But it's the thing is I'm, I applied a lot of the knowledge I gained through my one-on-one coaching because it's not only recipes, it's also like mindsets and it's also obstacles that people face and travel. How do you stay healthy when you're traveling? How do you get back on track? All of these things that come up are in my program. They're in my materials and they were all gained for my one-on-one coaching. Yeah. It's an interesting one. What's the price point on that one? So that's a much lower price point. I mean, right now we're kind of shifting the price point right now. So I, I don't really have an answer for that right now, but it's definitely below $500. Yeah. The weight loss business is an interesting one because it's this multi-billion dollar industry, right? That realistically doesn't need to exist. Like we all know what we need to do. We need to eat better. We need to be smart about what we put into our bodies. But yet it exists because for me, the biggest challenge is the willpower thing. And I joked about eating like chocolate chips straight out of the bag last night. It's like, I need a dessert. I need like a sweet tooth satisfier thing. So (laughs) 
it's kind of a universal challenge. I think that's a good niche to go after. So, well, yeah, definitely. And it's, it, and it seems really straightforward that, oh, you just eat this and you'll lose weight. You just exercise, but it, there's so much more to it. And that's why it actually is a rightfully a very challenging thing for people to do. Because I mean, just think about food, how central it is to our culture and to our social events and to our holidays and to your emotional needs even. And so it's not as black and white as like just saying, I'm going to eat this and lose 10 pounds because there's so many other things tied in with it, which is why a lot of weight loss programs don't work because they don't actually recognize and they don't actually respond to that comprehensive approach that's needed to weight loss. It's it's more than just the food. It's also understanding what's behind the reason for food. So once you get there, you can actually have a lifestyle shift that lasts forever. Weight loss is a deeper subject. And that's part of the, but the thing is people don't really like as, as somebody that's buying weight loss, they don't really want to know that. So I can't really talk to people. It's all, it's like in the sales process. I don't even talk about that that much because really what people want to do is like lose 10 pounds. That's it. But I know from all my research and my work that there's so much more to it. So once people come into my program, they get all of that. But I just don't even talk about it as much because people don't realize that that's what weight loss is about. So it's like a fine line to walk. Tell them what they want to hear and give them what they give them what they need. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. I tell them what they want to hear. I show like in all my sales pages and all of my in all my launches, I show before and after pictures because I found out that's what people want to see. They want to see the before and they want to see the super thin or like 15 pounds stomach way in afterwards. So I have those pictures from my clients as well as myself. And so I show all of that and people want that. And when they come in, they get all the structure and all of the accountability and all of those mindset shifts that they didn't even know was part of the equation. Now, since this is an eight-week program, start date, stop date, I imagine it's like I couldn't join right now, right? It's not during launch time. So can you walk me through what the launch sequence looked like for that? Or did you just send an email and say, I'm doing this thing, click here to, to join? No, I had like a very elaborate launch and I'm still... T- so this is a new... I mean, I've launched it two times. So like at this moment... So I'm still testing out things to do. But what I do generally is I had a challenge like the week before. So this time I did this challenge. It was called pinch a day. And every day I would give my list one spice and I would tell them how to use it in their day. So this is more about giving people what they want. I was making it very simple. I was like, take cinnamon and sprinkle it in your coffee and see what happens. It's going to actually help you reduce the amount of fat that you store. It's going to lower your blood sugar. But all you got to do is sprinkle a pinch of cinnamon. The next day, I would tell them to like sprinkle a pinch of black pepper because it increases the amount of calories they burn. So all these little, little things that they were doing. After seven days, I asked people how much weight they'd lost. And people had lost like six pounds in that seven days just from adding that pinch of spice. Huh. Okay. I'm totally doing that tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was really shocking that because so many things happen when you're paying attention to what you're eating and, and people liked it. So they saw results. And then I did a webinar where I opened up and it was called Spice Off Your First 10, I think. And it was like, 13 spices to help you spice off your first 10 and exactly how to use them. And basically, I provided tons of value in my webinar. Like, I mean, if someone didn't sign up for my course, they would still be able to lose so much weight just by listening to my webinar. Like I gave that much info, but then all the structure and all of the accountability and all that, that's in the program. So like I give people tips, I give people how to use it, but to actually get the program, you have to join. So then I opened up my cart on the webinar and then I had a, I actually had a really long launch this time. It was really, really long. And I had like multiple webinars. It was six weeks or something. I had multiple webinars. I had multiple bonuses. If you join by today, you get this. And I was able to get 114 people, which was double what I had, what I got the first time. But now what I'm working on is streamlining my launches and making them two weeks and making them very like everything I do is going to be, I'm just trying to shorten my launches and then make them not as kind of like taking over my entire life while I'm launching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> six, six weeks is a, is an in-depth thing for something, like you said, a, a less than $500 price point, but it worked. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Okay. What's the, tell me the tech behind, you know, how you're processing payments or you're using for the webinar. 
Okay, so what I use for the webinar is all I do is I use Google Hangouts, which now it's called YouTube Live. And basically what I do is I just create a live stream on YouTube Live and then I have a page on my website and I embed that code. And then I use this service called Chatwing and I put Chatwing is my chat box. So it's like all manual. It takes time the moment when you first start doing it, but it's one of the best ways to me because I don't use any service. I don't have to use that technology. This is how I learned to do it from some of like the best people in the online business is you use this strategy. And you're sharing this with your own audience. So people aren't like having to register with their email or using like Webinar Jam to get emails for new registrations. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to No, nobody has to register. Like, so I just send it out to my list. So okay. I'll just send out the link to my list through my email service and say, click here. And then I can see who joined. And yeah, that's how I do that. And then for my own product, I actually use Optimize Press for my, that's what my membership site is, where I put all my materials on. It's Optimize Press. They actually have a really great site. And then I use PayPal as my payment processor. Oh, okay. And that's it. Quick and easy. Yeah, it took some time to set up, but it's not that. I mean, it was doable. It was doable. And I, over time, as I've been able to get revenue, I definitely hire people to help me along the way. But I also do a lot of things myself. But I'm getting to the point where I'm like really looking to outsource more things so that I can concentrate on, you know, what I need to do. But when I started, I really didn't have anyone until the first year and a half that I was in business. So I was doing everything on my own. And just recently, I could afford to hire out and it made sense to hire out. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm always hesitant to spend money before I see the the revenue coming in. So I'm I'm with you on that one. Mm -hmm. How much in an average week, if there's such a thing, how much time are you putting into this business? So I definitely do put in time in this business. I would say at least 30 hours, 30 hours for where I'm at now. But I didn't start at 30 hours. Like I started at five hours. That was when I was writing my blog and I was just getting everything up. It was like five hours to write my blogs, to do research. Then I started getting the phone calls, um, you know, those breakthrough phone calls and started getting clients. So then it was like 10 hours and then it slowly went up over time. And basically right now my goal is to, I mean, it's like you have to work hard to really earn it, earn more. Like there's a lot of people that think, having an online business means you don't work at all. And I I just don't, I think that's false for people to kind of say that because it definitely is work. If you want to be successful, you can't shy away from it. It's going to be work, but it's a kind of work where it's more flexible. I can work at whatever hours I can work at whatever place. And I can also not work 70 hours a week. Like I did in consulting. Right. No, this is all, this is, this is great. I think you've been very smart and strategic about the way that you've built this and the premium pricing to really maximize your hours. Hey, look, I have limited time. So if I'm going to do this, I got to make it worth my while. And now kind of moving up that chain, kind of like removing your direct time for money trade from the equation where it's like, now I can do this group thing. And I'm definitely curious to hear where, where this goes. We might have to do a, a follow up next year or something to see, see what's going on with Nagina and Masala Body. So I understand you've got a special offer for Side Hustle Show listeners. Yes, I do. I have a special gift for Side Hustle listeners. I am sharing only with Side Hustle listeners. This is something I offer only in my private programs, but I've really been getting so much out of Side Hustle. And I mean, having a Side Hustle is awesome because you're creating so much revenue on the side. And at one point, it could even be your main hustle. So I'm offering my exclusively for Side Hustle listeners. This is at masalabody.com slash side hustle my three late night snacks to banish sugar cravings forever. And it includes my recipe for fire tea, which is one of my famous recipes that people tell me once they start drinking it, they never have cravings at late night except for fire tea. And also Princess Kate's smoothie, which is something that our princess or the princess Kate actually drinks, but I improved with two fat burning spices and it is so easy and so tasty. And That along with my free weight loss recipes book that has my seven recipes with all of the spices that helped me lose 40 pounds in it. And as part of that, you'll also get to see the way that I write my emails. You'll see my automation funnel. You can kind of study what I do in case that's helpful for you. So that's at masalabody.com slash side hustle. 
well, I will be sure to check it out because I am definitely guilty of those late night sugar cravings. So <laughs> Nagina, thank you so much for joining me again. Masalabody.com slash side hustle. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for side hustle nation. I would say my number one tip is to really look at the long game and to take steps that work towards short-term goals, like have a specific goal that you're working for that's about three months, not more ahead of you, but know that it's all going towards your long-term goal. So whatever that may be, think of it in a long-term way because then you're not going to burn out. Like do what you can, don't burn out, keep it going. And this is a long game. You can keep building and building your brand forever. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll catch up with you soon. Okay, great. It was so good to be here. This edition of the Side Hustle Show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Trying to grow your side hustle into a full-time gig? Awesome. The trick is to make sure your pile of paperwork isn't growing as well. This is where our friends at FreshBooks come in. They've created cloud accounting software for side hustlers, freelancers, and entrepreneurs like us who need to keep admin and paperwork in check, but don't have a lot of time to do it. Like so many other things in life, timing is everything, and right now happens to be the perfect time to give FreshBooks a try. Why? FreshBooks has just launched an all-new version of their platform that's been rebuilt from the ground up. Sending invoices, tracking your time, and managing your projects is now faster and more intuitive than ever. FreshBooks also understands that side hustlers don't sit still. Their mobile app works wherever you do. For example, just take pictures of your receipts on your phone and make claiming your expenses about a million times easier. To see how the all-new FreshBooks can save you time dealing with your paperwork so you can spend more time making your hustle happen, just go to freshbooks.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day free trial today. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle to enter bookkeeping bliss. All right, my top takeaways from this call with Nagina. Number one, don't be afraid to charge premium prices. Nagina was so matter-of-fact about this, but... I think it was a huge part of why her business, why her blog all of a sudden started earning five figures a month. She said she earned 30K in her first year, right? Well, that's only six clients at five grand a piece, six customers. To me, that seems way more attainable than hundreds of clients. And of course, it took hundreds of subscribers taking that fall, that small first step in discovering her content and joining her email list. But at the end of the day, it wasn't that many people opening up their wallets to do business with her. So that was inspiring to me. Number two was uh, no one bats a thousand. And maybe this is a baseball reference, but she mentioned a 95% rejection rate on her guest post pitches. She mentioned a 75% rejection rate on free coaching calls. Actually, she framed it a different way. 25% conversion rate, which is actually pretty high. But getting told no isn't any fun. But it's a, it's a part of the game that it sounds like Nagina has really embraced and kind of has this understanding that each no gets her closer to a yes. Takeaway number three for me was to speak to your audience in their own words. So she gave the example of using the phrase treat myself or treat yourself in a blog post and an email. But I think this was something we kind of danced around in the conversation. So between the lines, Nagina knows her target customer inside and out because she was her target customer. She's very deliberate about the language she uses and making sure it aligns with how her audience would talk. I'm excited to see where Nagina's business goes from here. She's already gone from blog to one-on-one coaching to running a group program. And each step of the way, she's learning more and she's earning more too. To download the free PDF highlight reel with all of her top tips from this conversation, just stop by sidehustlenation.com slash Nagina, N-A-G-I-N-A. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show, where we're going to learn from a former professional soccer player how to get more energy in our day. That's something we could all use, right? I'll see you then. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.